1: forever
2: dog
0: hey everybody it's your friend Michelle Collins hi I'm here with my producer Tracy Soren I'm at mishcollin Instagram she's at Tracy underscore Soren this is Midnight Snack we have a great show for you today my dear friend comedian Just all around, truly someone who makes me spiritually better, spiritually greater. Joel Kim Booster is going to be our guest. Um, But I wanted to shoot the shit a little bit with Tracy, who's in her, I think, Brooklyn apartment right now. Am I right, Trace? Astoria. Astoria. Same diff to me, because I feel like once you leave my four block radius, it's all somewhere else. It's all somewhere else. Tracy, something happened today. Tracy has, without her even realizing it, been a part of my journey with car purchasing. She doesn't even know that she has been, but she really has been. So I wanted to buy a car because I feel very trapped here in New York since quarantine started. I'm sure you feel this too, Tracy, where I'm worried that like... If, you know, they keep calling it a second wave. If the first wave boomerangs back to New York from, uh, you know, the depths of a Floridian hell from the villages, which, by the way, I stupidly thought the villages was in Boca Raton. Did not realize it's a literal entire landmass oh, next great. to Orlando. Oh, Didn't great. know that. Where, okay. by the way, there's no ocean breeze in mid-Florida. So, like, those droplets are hanging tough. There's nothing's blowing them around. So, here's what happened. I went to Carmex, which is my usual... Used car place of choice where I bought many would know my Mercury Milan, may it rest in peace. Um, many moons ago, bought my Mercury, loved it, had a great time at CarMax. The only closest CarMax to New York City is about 100 miles away, so I had to rent a car, go there, get there. They have all kinds of cars, they would not let me test drive it without insurance, which obviously I wasn't a car owner, so how could I possibly, you know, fill in the blanks? Do that it didn't work, so I decided I'm gonna go on Carvana, which is uh basically asos for used cars like it's Mm. uh convenient you can search by all kinds of different things and then they deliver the car right to your door so i was like well that's awesome i don't have to yeah it's all go anywhere
4: you could just literally wow okay that's
0: what happened today i was home did my show this morning on sirius and then um we had to push the time of this podcast because they were a little bit late but the guy was very nice his name was samir shout out very sweet so I was looking on Carvana, and I was like, "Okay, I'm going to buy either a Hyundai Tucson or a Chevy Equinox, which were similarly." I wanted a car with a big, wide ass like myself. I wanted I wanted the car to look like me. I always felt like my Mercury and I looked alike. It's like when you get a dog that looks like yourself. Was it a dog. Yep. Yeah, like it, it was kind of wide-eyed and like big nice teeth, like the grill and its butt was sort of chunky and like square. So I'm looking at like, for example, I hate infinities, like infinities, And you want to know why? Cause they don't look like me. I just, I mm. cannot ever see my body stepping out of an infinity that I own <laughs> ever. Um, there's just certain cars that match your vibe, right? Yeah. So I'm Energy. on, uh, exactly. So I'm on Carvani's and I'm looking and I'm seeing Hyundai's and I had to rent a car this weekend. So I actually got a Tucson from the budget rent a car. And Tracy, you were on the call with me when I first got in that car. Mm. No. Maybe I've grown height wise. Is it possible that I have like um, Marfan syndrome or something? I'm not even being <laughs> funny, which is a real thing. It's what Lincoln had. And I'm not making fun of it. I'm honestly asking is it possible that I'm still, that my bones are still growing? Or is it that my body weight is growing and that's what's making the car be smaller? Because I'm. I mean, in the Tucson, eventually I found after we hung up because Tracy and I were on a call. Tracy, walk me through what my energy was like leaving LaGuardia in the Hyundai Tucson when we had our call with Nicole, the talent booker.
4: Um, I would say that right to start, it was like you were trying to be chill. And then at the end, I think you were like, this car is creating a a bad space for me. That's right. And I uh, can't speak to another human while I'm in it.
0: I had to hang up to focus my energies and my anger. That's exactly what it was.
4: Yeah, and and road rage is already a thing, and then you're stuck in a truly a clown car, is what I felt. I was like, she's in a clown car.
0: You know what? It it ended up, I think I felt trapped, too, because there was so much traffic that I was just surrounded on all sides, so there was clown car energy on the roads. Eventually, once I got out a little bit, I was able to find a sweet spot with the chair, and it wasn't as bad. And talking about road rage for a minute, I don't know how your parents were. Did your parents have road rage when you were growing up, Tracy? My
4: my dad is in a literal nightmare when he's in the car.
0: Where is yeah. he from? Where is he from? Uh,
4: Queens. Jew, all que- Queens Jews.
0: Queens Jews.
4: Mm-hmm. Huh?
0: Well, uh, my mother is uh, born in Czechoslovakia but raised in Tel Aviv. And I, and knows every Arabic curse word, which I will tell you that for some reason when you curse in Hebrew or in Arabic, it carries more anger. It mm. The language carries so much Negative and not the whole language, but I'm saying the curse words like, so my mother's go to curse word was kusomak or kusoktak, which means either your mother or your sister's pussy. So it'd be like, and I was like six, you know, and she'd be like, kusoktak, and like yelling it. But when you yell kusoktak, like it it just carries, it, it hits different than like oh, it's fuck different you. Vibe. It's a different vibe. It feels good even just to scream. And honestly, it kind of made me feel a certain kind of way just now, but. I I definitely do have road rage, and I find that sometimes I drive better on it. Anyway, so I had this Tucson; it was fine. So I had bought last week. Uh, I figured I'm going to stay in the FOMO Co. family, Ford Motor Company. Even oh, though, oh wow, there it is. Yeah, he, <laughs> her face. I was like, <laughs> it's an authentic FOMO Co. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> Mish. Um, even though he was a noted, uh, notable anti-Semite, please name a car company that doesn't have any sort of links to hating Jewish people. Because certainly not Volkswagen. What Mercedes? Forget about it. I mean,
4: yeah, we can't. We're really, we're really down and out in that department. Down
0: and out. Those are the only three car companies. So I figured, okay. So I go and I bought. You're gonna laugh on Carvana. I got a real deal on this car, um, a Lincoln MKC, which is the small Lincoln SUV. OK, basically, nobody drives it um, all weekend in the car. I was like looking for other ones on the road so I could see it moving right before they brought it today. And there just there was just I didn't see any. I no. <laughs> did not see. I saw a million every other car, but there was not one Lincoln MKC Casey on the roads. And um, so I was really excited today. I did my radio show. And then the guy called and was like, I'm downstairs. I got all dressed up because I was like, and they do touchless delivery. Like you don't even really see the guy. It's really nice. And there was this Lincoln. And I got to tell you, I was really blown away by this car. I'm like circling it. It was honestly so much nicer than I was expecting it to be. Like the, um, you know, the lift gate in the back because it was like an SUV had power mm-hmm. opening and closing. Uh, the interior, the leather was like from Prada. Like it just was so gorgeous. And it was the same price as like a Tucson would have cost me. Only 30,000 miles on it. I thought I really got lucky. Oh, no. And I'm actually really bummed about this, just so you know. And by the way, it's Mercury's in retrograde and everything tells you not to buy electronics. And for those who listen to my radio show, they know that I bought two air conditionings with these. I Did I mention this last week on the show? I mean, Mm-mm. I I have fucked so much up recently and I I have to blame myself. To me, it's a stupidity tax. It's like, I, you know who made me lose this money? Me. So I can't aim this rage at anybody but internalize it. I ended up buying two like $600 air conditionings with these fancy plugs when really I only needed one with the fancy plug and one with a regular plug and I'm fucked. Like I can't return it. I just have it. So I have to get a whole new AC and like hope that someone wants to buy it for me. But – and it's cool because they only weigh like 200 pounds. So it's like totally fine, (laughs) easy to sell. Um, But so with this car, so I get it and I'm like, okay, this is it. And I had really done research like before because I'd never sat in one before but I just – I. My mom drives a Lincoln Town car, you know, she's a Jitney driver. No. And, uh, anyways, I open the front door and I can already see. Now, listen, I'm 6'1. Am I am one. am ia bigger girl? Yeah. I mean, I have people always will come for me and be like, don't say that about yourself. But look, I'm, you know, I've got a big Jewish ass. Like, it's just, it's to some a blessing, to some a curse. I rank it. For me, it's both. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. it has its moments. Sometimes I enjoy it. And then yeah. sometimes I go, why, God, why? I scream, why, God, why? As I'm like looking at a reflection of my ass in a mirror. It happens. You know, I'm trying to like work on I it. What can get you do? It. It's yes. it's not comfortable. I don't sit down yes. and like, you know, exhale and go, woo, this is going to be easy for me. No, it's yes. like, you know, it's tight. Okay. Okay. Anyway, so I go to sit in this driver's seat. I put the seat all the way back. Already, there's like not enough leg room. I already am like, I don't believe this. In a Lincoln, you would think that they would give you a little extra track space, you know, to make room for the legs. Then the seat ended about four or five inches away from where the door was. So there was just like this crater of space between the door and the seat, which obviously my leg went there. Because, you know, you want to splay open. You want to like, you know, you let it spread and breathe while you're driving. But it was a bucket seat. Like the side kind of swooped up. So what ended up happening, I'll be real with you. I fit on the seat, but my leg, because it had nowhere else to go, wanted to swing. And the bucket was digging into my leg thigh. I was like into my meat, you know. So I immediately said to Samir, who was so nice. I was like, Samiri, I don't think it's going to work. But let me take it for a test drive just to see because maybe I'll... You know, maybe it'll like mesh with me eventually. Yeah, maybe you'll
4: vibe into it. Exactly. Find my groove. Exactly. Mm -hmm.
0: And I got to tell you something. I'm very anal with things, but I really liked this car. I turn the ignition on. I go to take it for a drive. Tracy, a dream. Speedy. It's oh my God. It feels like it's quiet. It has the engine is so nice. And the entire time my body was crying in pain. I was like, there's just no way I can keep it. I'm supposed to go to Virginia this weekend. I can't drive for four hours in this car. There's no, no. there's no way. And I had to return it. I'm really upset. I really, but by the way, Carvana was really great. This is an unsponsored ad for them. But, um, but so I'm carless again. So if anybody listening has suggestions for mini SUVs, I realize this wasn't the funniest story, but uh, you know, sometimes you have to complain. And that's Sometimes what this was for me.
4: We need we're doing it on Zoom. We Ugh. we can't see our friends as much. The complaining gets sort of compacted and we need to just I mean I feel but
0: you know what I've been in a good place. I got to tell you. I went to God Sweet pass. I went to Sweet Green today to get a salad and um after I like, threw the keys back at Samir, like, thanks, Samir! I, was, I actually offered to buy him lunch, and he was so, he was such a nice guy, and he was like, no, no, I don't think they can touch you. Like, the whole thing oh, is yes, that it's touchless. yes yes yes. So I, I could have, like, frisbeed a salad to him, I guess, but he, I don't think he could have taken it. But I went into Sweetgreen for the first time in the history of you know, dumb white girls being alive. There was no line at Sweet Green. I've never walked into Sweet Green and not seen like 50 sorority girls in their sweatpants waiting Truly. to buy a full, uh, you know, a shroomami bowl. And um, I, and there was no line and they were so happy to see me. I hadn't been in like months, which by the way, you can tell when you look at me, but I was like, I'm back. And everyone <laughs> came. They were so sweet. I once wrote a letter to Sweet Green corporate saying that the people who work at both my local chipotle who in my opinion are heroes and at that sweet green they get treated like absolute garbage you know how sometimes you'll see bartenders getting treated like shit i used to when i lived in la i used to go to this bar uh and there was a bartender i'm not gonna lie there was something between us uh never fully happened but Mm. he and i really like have attention there was he was literally hot as shit but he had to wear like a uniform for work and then one time I saw him at the alcove anyone in LA knows the alcove was at the front of mine and um, I didn't recognize him because he wasn't in his like vest and button down I was (laughs) like can I help you he was like (laughs) hi.
4: Hi, hi. I'm just wearing a t-shirt. Hello. I
0: know he was like in sweats and a shirt and he looked like hot as shit. And I was like, Oh my God. Hi. Anyways, I would sit at the bar with him. Usually I'd be with someone, but whatever. He would always give me free drinks. So nice and watch, especially straight men treat him like absolute shit. There is a vibe at a bar. I'm going to tell you, and I don't understand why people, when the gall came to expect servers to wait on you in that way. Now, I'm not saying having bad service is a different story. I'm talking right. when you know you have someone who leaves for an hour and you ask for a side of sour cream, my go-to order, and they don't bring it. That can be frustrating. It's like mm. the woman who wanted her shredded cheese with the fajita. Did you see that viral thing? I, I
4: uh, what what is that?
0: Fajita wife. Now, fajita <laughs> wife's issue. Let me say the fajita. Has
4: it already been called fajita wife? It I literally just saw it. Fajita
0: okay. wife. Yeah. Uh, I will say this. her her glumness did not match like I have waited hours for sour cream and I've never found the need to tweet about it it's just been like can I just please get it you know you get frustrated if they're hungry whatever but to tweet about that in the tone that the guy took with I think his um, podcast name is Obsessed Much or no I just looked up Fajita Wife and um, oh here it is oh it's it's so much worse than what I just said I'm so glad I looked it up it's called Opinionated Much
4: can you imagine (laughs)
0: Opinionated Much Podcast. Here's what it said. Just for the record, so I can explain the difference. This is this is not smart. My wife date night after three plus months locked up on quarantine, not in. Waiting for this is Tomiko China Tex Mex. Waiting for shredded cheese as it's the only way she can eat fajitas. We've asked four people going on eighteen minutes now. Just unreal at Allen Texas location. <laughs> we gotta quit. Blaming Hashtag COVID-19 for crappy service. That's from the Opinionated Much podcast. The woman looks... I mean, it's truly... You couldn't write an SNL character funnier than this (laughs) woman's face waiting for her fajita. I almost said Vegeta. I gotta go home. I gotta go home. Wait, I'm home. Her fajita (laughs) cheese. But the point is is that there's one thing like... That is annoying. He should never have tweeted that. It can be frustrating when you wait for something in a restaurant. We've all had that happen. It's annoying. Yeah. Now, there's that. But then the difference is when a bartender, which I think I really believe it's one of the most difficult jobs. I, I think that waiting tables and bartending is the most demanding shit. I've never had to Agreed. do it.
1: Could never. never say
0: never, never say never. But mm-hmm. uh, when you see bartenders working their asses off and people who feel inconvenienced because they can't talk to their friends for five minutes while this person is doing their job for other people, okay? And the worst move is when they hold money. When guys show up with like a 20 in between their fingers, And they just talk down, especially if it's a female bartender, the way that they can talk down to me is like, I want a wretch. I want to It's disgusting. It's that guy. It's Vegeta.
4: It's It's Vegeta man. It's Vegeta man. It's Vegeta husband. Yeah. That's what it is. They're all Vegeta
0: husbands. No, you know what I mean by that? Why don't I even bring this up? Oh, because of Sweetgreen. I wrote a letter, though, to Sweetgreen Corporate um, and to Chipotle Corporate actually being like, hey, I just want you to know, because while I think that specifically straight white men, can treat bartenders like assholes. It goes for all people, though. Um, I find that uptight white women can really be assholes at Sweetgreen. I've seen it happen at least 10 times. And just... Nasty, And I'm thinking, these poor people are literally slinging leaves all day into bowls. They're trying to pay attention to your fucked up weirdo order. They're working as fast as they can. The line is out the effing door. Everybody wants to get their roughage in. We get it. Can you chill the fuck out? And honestly, if the line is too long, why don't you go to... Go somewhere else. else. Go to the supermarket, buy a bag of greens and chew on it and choke on it.
4: 1,000%.
0: Makes me crazy. And I actually... And they are always so nice to me when I go there because you know that I show up and I'm like... (laughs) My parents once had friends who had a, um, what do you call this dog? Not a Rottweiler, but like a Doberman or one of these kind of black dogs with a snout, cute as can be, who looked tough. But then when you would feed it cold cuts, it would take it. He, you know the word gently? <laughs> like how they do the dog words at the end. Instead of gently, it's gently.
4: Yeah, okay. He
0: would like slowly, just like tenderly grab the cold cuts out of your mouth or hands. And like he was so tender with it. That's my energy when I go to get a salad at Sweet Queen. I'm like, <laughs> hi, like. You know, gentle. I, I just want to be like, how are you? How are you feeling? When I went today, forget about it. Fanfare. It was When I walked through the door. They were so excited. Everybody said hi. It was just so nice. So shout out. Be nice to your sweet green employees when they, any just salad people chopped, wherever you go. Chipotle people also work their fucking asses off to sling, So hot too. Boiling hot. They have eight ingredients to play with there. It's no fun.
4: Ugh. I don't know. I love my Chipotle just, yeah.
0: girls. Oh, uh, yeah. That's if it. That's
4: a message for this for this. Be nice to any type of service worker.
0: Always. Always. I was nice to them before Always. the pandemic. This What's isn't the, because of this. It's so
4: wild to me. To I be know. rude in the pandemic is you're a society. You're, you're, associate, you're you the
0: with. most fucked up. And that's why that guy's tweet went viral, because it's like, dude, yeah. I mean, you know, you know what I say, bring your own shredded cheese. If it's gonna that's be it. that big get of an pack. issue, get a pack. Get a little you know, pack. Famous story, and I, I feel like I'm running out of stories because, uh, you know, we have our guest Joel Kim Booster coming up. But I know that a lot of comedians or, or just people who like Instagram, we're running out of content because there's just so much you can do at home. You know, I'm running out of stories. I'm not going anywhere. It's hard. Um, now, I don't even remember the story I was going to tell. <laughs> Tracy. <laughs> This oh, is what I happens. know what it was. Sugarfish. That this place in, in L.A. called mm-hmm. Sugarfish, there's now one in New York. They refused to give me extra ponzu sauce. And I went, to be fair, this was a real Karen move on my part. But I'm sorry. What kind of restaurant? I'll pay for it. Doesn't want it for a buck. Give me a little extra side of ponzu. That's, I don't yeah. like soy sauce. I like the tangy, lemoniness of mm-hmm. ponzies. And a ponzi scheme, Bernie Madoff, tying <laughs> it all together, it all comes back to Enron. Point is, <laughs> I went to the Whole Foods. This was in Brentwood. And bought a bottle of Ponzu while I waited for them to make my plate. And I walked in and I was like, "I'm ready to pick up my order." I, was like, I didn't scream it, but I was just holding the Ponzu, <laughs> and it felt great. And that's the kind of pettiness that I appreciate. You know what I mean? Like, because I am petty as shit. Don't get me wrong.
4: But to me is the, to me that's not that's the Karen energy you want, right? Because yeah, you didn't. Nice. You just sort of were like, "I made. I fixed it."
0: I I was more that I went around the system. It was for me. You went around the the, system. It was was a win for you. Win for me. And I got to tell you something. I could put ponzu on just about anything, Tracy. And that's the new name of the podcast. Yes. Putting ponzu on anything (laughs) with Mish call. Um, Now, listen, (laughs) uh, I think it's time. What do we think, Trace, for us to welcome our guest? Um, So why don't we take it away with Joel Kimbooster? Booster? Um, I realize what a special guest moment this is for me because I know that my next guest, according to him, doesn't say yes to just anything. In (laughs) fact, says no, says no to almost everything, which is why he remains um, such an icon and a treat. And he has a new podcast that you must listen to. I'm demanding it. It's called Urgent Care uh, with fellow comedian Mitra Juhari, who's so funny. Love her. You also know him, of course, um, on Search Party, which you're on this season of Search Party, which is on HBO Max. But, uh, Jolie, you were on Singled Out, on Quibi. Yes, and we got a second yeah. season of that. That's Congratulations. coming out again. Thank you. Yeah, it's been And I lot. didn't even say your name, Joel Kim Booster. You oh. can follow him on Instagram at... Um, I hate uh, Joel Kim. That is correct. Uh, and, Jolie, first of all, what does it feel like being one of the hottest commodities on social
2: media physically? Um, Talk to me about being hot. I don't know. I you'll, you'll have to speak to, you'll have to interview someone who feels that way um, because I do not right now. Is that how people see me? Because I feel yeah. like I don't, um, I, sometimes I'm, I'm going to say this and I'm not going to say this about you, okay? Because I don't Ooh, believe- I already-
0: I already know where this is going and I'm nervous, especially. Okay, go.
2: I feel that sometimes it is um, patronizing when people are Mm. like, Joel, you're so hot, because I think it comes from Mm. people who do not sexualize, who, who are not sexually attracted to me and And so go to a place where they're like, they think I need it. I don't know. Maybe this is, maybe this is truly, this is
0: your own shit. Actually, three,
2: three months, like just sort of going over how I feel. I'm
0: actually going to defend why I said that. And I have such a great reason that I'm happy that you accused me of something at the top because now I can clear my name and I won't get canceled. The reason I said it, Joel, is because the last time I was performing, which was on March 11th, I believe a Wednesday, March 10th, maybe with Mr. Andy Cohen He said that you were his celebrity crush.
2: That is not true. Didn't his boyfriend say that? No.
0: (gasps) Are you actually wild? It was Andy.
2: Okay, I'm so sorry to be gaslighting you like this. Um, You
0: are actually, by the way, as a woman. Now let me say my piece. (laughs) As a woman, I do feel gaslit. Because I remember messaging you and being like, he wants in.
2: I thought that was yeah. There was another, there was like a news item. There was a news item that his, like, boyfriend was doing some live show, and they no, were... No, that's his uh, ex-boyfriend, his John ex-boyfriend, Hill, who yeah, I'm yeah. friends with. Yes, yeah. and he seems lovely, and well, great. I, I love him because he said this on a live show. Who He said that and uh, that I was Andy's celebrity crush, which, what an LOL. Um, no,
0: you but, are 100% Andy's crush. And this is,
2: this is another thing that Corona has taken from the community, which is... Um, <laughs> our opportunity to really see how that would have gone down because you know I was supposed to be in New York all of spring and oh no and now um I was shooting another project that's now been pushed to next year and so it's very sad sad, sad oh no um but it it actually like it feels sort of like everything has been pushed to next year so it's Mm. hard to feel that devastated by it i also
0: just want to go back to the hotness thing for one second which is because now you really you raise a lot of questions and i want to like dig through this with you because the last thing i would ever want to do you're literally one of my top comedian people number one i think you're the funniest but also Uh, i I, I
2: constantly say you're the funniest person alive
0: no i'm in love with you but it's like don't take it it's not patronizing it's like from my heart you know um i think yeah that's
2: internalizing
0: something on your end
2: but well sometimes i'll I'll hmm. say this about straight women is that like Mm. I I, it's I think it's very safe to be like Mm. thirsty in my comments because they know like sometimes like when people honestly Michelle when you say you're like like you say I'm very hot and I just sort of want to be like okay we'll prove it let's go. I got you. Yes. I got Let's you. Let's do this, you know? And then see really how hot you think I am.
0: I mean, I will literally uncancel my flight to LA and show you what I think. And I don't think you're going to want that is what I'm saying. Like, I will no, it's chicken. put my it's- pussy on the line to prove to you. Because it sounds to me like you're saying, "Prove it." I, I can a 100% prove it to you, but I don't think you got. I don't think you want to see me yeah. that way. Is what I'm saying. I think I would lose
2: that game of chicken. I think I would pull away.
0: Oh, yeah, that a big old raw chicken. You would <laughs> lose that shit. Well, okay. So forget. For, he's not hot at all. He's absolutely physically hideous. No, but yeah. I know what you're saying. It's and I get it because honestly, I think if, like, as a woman, if I started every podcast and someone, you're hot. You're right. It's rude. I no, say it, no, mo- I, I it in a motherly and, and I way. Said and I, it, I said it at the beginning. I don't yeah. necessarily
2: mean this of you. because No, I agree. Um, but I do get, I do, I don't know. And it's it's my own fault for making jokes about it on stage and sort of like making it my brand. But the only reason that I'm allowed to get away with talking about how hot I am on stage as a joke see? is because people don't. Believe it. I think that like it's funny because there, I am not widely accepted to be like super, super, super attractive. And so like that's when I mind. talk about but when I but I don't think Stay if I honest. was if I was really that hot, I don't think people would laugh when I say I'm hot on stage. People would would hate it. People would. I don't agree. Me. I think
0: I think the joke is that. It's a hot person admitting that they're hot. See, I see that like now, it's it, you know it's a question of like how do we accept self-deprecation? And what's funny about that is, I get a lot of shit in my comments because I self-deprecate all the time. Yeah, and you know the truth is, I have I'm sure in DSM four there is some disease that I have where. I, on the one hand, think I'm like the best person on earth. Like, I really think I'm like, who's funnier than me? And I'm like, I'm pretty. You know, I put my makeup on. But then I also want to put myself down constantly. And I don't know what that is called. Because I'll go like, I'll go to Pennsylvania where I look around and I'm like, I'm a supermodel. You know what I mean? In in Mm -hmm. um, Where where did I go in Pennsylvania? Uh, Benson, Ben Salem, Pennsylvania. You know, I hope no one in Ben Salem is listening. (laughs) But I was like, are these people Okay. Like, I'm worried for them, you know. Um, But then when I self-deprecate, which I do just because I'm a Jewish, tall, not Mm -hmm. super thin woman. I mean, you know, I have good things going for me. But people now are not accepting of that. And I'll get a lot of comments, which I find honestly really annoying, being like, stop, you're beautiful. It's like, now that to me is patronizing because I'm like... I never really didn't say I wasn't beautiful. If I make fun of the fact that I'm a six foot one woman who gets asked about it constantly, comments are made, mm-hmm. looks, all kinds of things. Yes, I'm gonna process that through my brain and then, you know, yeah. I think spread that, it
2: out. You know, there is no right way to feel about yourself for the commentariat, if you will. Yeah. Like there's just right. like if you feel if you are like body positive and like I feel great. They will come for you for being narcissistic. And if you are self-deprecating, then they're like, this is damaging. And there's just like so many, people are going through so much in their own conception of their own bodies that like any deviation from what they need is an attack. You know, That's exactly right. And and so it's so hard to make, it's so hard. I, I regret sometimes making jokes about the way I look in it. Cause early in my career when I felt that I was making so many of my jokes were self deprecating. And then it became, and then it started to affect my self esteem because I was talking so negatively about myself on stage. And as a course yeah. correct, I sort of overcorrected and was like, no, I'm hot now. Ha ha ha. ha. Isn't it funny that I'm saying this? <laughs> <laughs> By the then, way, I'm on the floor. I'm like, that is. <laughs> 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 Those are the jokes. That is and- funny. Yeah. But and and it did help. It, it really did sort of shape the way I see myself in a different light. But now mm-hmm. it's just like making any sort of making my body uh, a part of the act alone has sort of I've shot. I feel like I've shot myself in the foot because like sometimes yeah. I just like I don't. I, it's my fault I've put it front and center I've said like this is how I feel about the way I look and so when people DM me and slide into my DMs and like mm. just like say weird sexual shit it does feel a little bit like it's my fault because I've, like you're asking put, I've put my body as like yeah. a part of the act and so it's hard not to, it's hard to blame people for feeling horny when I'm like horniness is such a big part of what I do
0: but also, right. you're like a human being. I completely get it. It's, I, know. I mean, you're you're begging for it, and then when you get it, you're yeah. like, um, please don't do that. I can understand that.
2: I know. You know I'm begging funny? for I, it. And then, yeah. unless it, and if, if a hot person came in with it, though, here we go. It'd be like, yeah, and let's celebrate. You know,
0: right? <laughs> like- because you are shallow. Yeah. And that leads me to my next question. No, I have no questions. That's a joke. I I do no research for this. I got the oh, name empty of your cards. show wrong.
2: You, you did have <laughs> empty cards as a prop. Podcasting a visual medium, yes. But I just want to point out two things that <laughs> Michelle, at, at that moment, lifted up an empty set of cards um, as we're on a talk show well i'll tell you something funny like when i interview people
0: who i don't know shit about mm-hmm. sometimes i'll do research sometimes i'll say Good. tell me about your project and then i'll like stem from that yeah, yeah, yeah. but i know you so i was like oh this will be like a cakewalk with joel and then i yeah. fucked everything up it's really funny like <laughs> it's such a me thing to do um well let me ask you this are mm-hmm. you what's your situation right now in quarantine tell people because obviously you're not performing no one is no. oh
2: my god this is the, this the longest podcast. you've ever gone. This is the longest you've ever gone without performing
0: live. Without getting on stage. Absolutely. Yeah. Since same. my early twenties. Yeah. Same. Um, it's tough.
2: It is. I, I'm feeling insane. It's, it's tough to go through cycles of like, so like I'm mentally ill and I'll, and I'll, I'll, I'll cop to that. Like I have mm-hmm. chemist chemical imbalance issues and it's like so hard. I'm in LA. I'm alone. I um, am. Uh, some weeks I will thrive. I will get so mm-hmm. much done. And I feel like I'm fucking owning every single person. I'm winning the pandemic. And then it hits me that like there are that I am living through the pandemic with such immense privilege that I start to feel so guilty for right. doing so well and then I just like it, it is a shame spiral of like this is so awful for so many people and it is hard to then um, feel like you're doing well like you're 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 you, you feel guilty for thriving and then course. if you're doing poorly and then there are the weeks that where I feel like I'm doing poorly and then I feel like bad for feeling bad because it's like what the fuck do you have to feel bad for you live in you have a backyard and you can pay your rent like shut the fuck up yeah, um, but it is. Stop good. quoting
0: me. <laughs> Get out of my head, Joel.
2: Um, <laughs> I'm so still telling myself like to shut the fuck up. So to by yourself not a judgment.
0: Mm. Are you, no, can um, I ask, even though this is not what you came on the podcast for. No, please. Uh, what did I come on here for? Well, then that's our time.
2: <laughs> Thank you to
0: Joel. Um, <laughs> cut you right off. No, are you dating anyone? Or are you single? What's, what's happening? With um,
2: you? I am single. I have had mm. a, and listen we're all at different thresholds of what we believe to be the right thing to do i did very early on have a quarantine boyfriend someone who i was really? sexu- sexually exclusive with um it was this was like early days this was back in like march when -hmm. i was like okay i'm gonna wait two weeks self-isolate are you taking this seriously are you staying home he was like yes and it was somebody that i had had sex with before right and um i was like great i was like let's make a pact like we can have sex together as long as and and we'll you know include each like we are each other's pods you know for this because i just there was just no way i was gonna get through this without Without anything an outlet And um, and that worked out pretty well for a while. But then I think as like things became laxer in L.A., it was just very clear that like he I don't think I was the only. And I can't say this. for Really? I can't say this for certain. I don't uh, I don't know. And it was like such a weird situation. But I believe that either. Well, this one of two things happened. He either got bored of my body or he is fucking other people and this and, the, and that sort of dropped off man like months ago before the start of the summer and since then I've been sort of like you know like you know on back on the apps chatting with people trying to figure out ways to like get to know someone before jumping yeah. into that sort Isn't of it depressing
0: though see for me it's funny like being on the apps during this I have no drive at all to even swipe because i'm like swipe to do what i don't you can't i mean now new york is sort of opening up but what am i going to do go like sit outside on a date it just feels like Mm. what are we doing you know it it feels empty almost and like we don't know what's going to happen three four months from now so you can't even if you want to get into a relationship with someone or even like hook up with someone there's we have no answers and i think for me it's been really interesting because i have been talking to people but like people from my past, you know, not mm-hmm. like anybody new. I mean, none. Well, that's not fully true, but I've not met anybody. I mean, it's been, how can you, oh, you know? And it's very
2: frustrating. It's really hard. I've like, I've like fully fallen in love with like three different people that I used mm-hmm. to fuck who live in New York. And like, I'm, Ugh. um, you know, and like one of them might come here and it's like, and it's very exciting. But the thing is, is that like, like the idea of a guy flying across the country. No, forget it forget it. Who I like have developed like pseudo romantic feelings for over text. First of all, I feel like I'm 16 again. Second. Yeah. It's just like, is this the environment where you want to be making these kinds of decisions? You know, like a c- crazy, crazy, crazy environment, crazy environment. Like yeah. to, I have never felt more like emotionally lonely. I have never, okay. I've been so pro like happy alone. Don't need a relationship. Mm -hmm. Um, that guy for so long and this has made me be like I do sort of wish there was someone in this in my space like someone sort of like in the other room who that's that is that what a relationship is just knowing that there's someone in the other room that you don't hate
0: I mean, like, the fact that you're asking me is truly the LOL from space because <laughs> I'm like, I, for me, a relationship is like, don't mentally abuse me. Like it's yeah. my, my standards have dropped so beyond low that it's like just, you know, text now and again, let's hang out, hook up. Um, but I, I think that a real relationship, which again, as a damaged woman.
2: Please tell is, me what it is.
0: Michelle. is uh, I think it is that I think it's. Caring about someone else more than yourself, or at least as much Oof. as yourself.
2: Okay. Well, Can um, we ever do it? No, I don't think so.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I think I <laughs> I the think think pandemic could. has
2: really laid my my <laughs> own sort of. Sort of <laughs> Uh, like neuroses to bear. I just don't think I can do it. I, I'm i struggling because, okay, so I'm going to talk shit about my neighbors for really quick.
0: Wait, I want to talk shit. I mean, are you? Wow. What sign are you? Wait, I'm what sign are you? I'm Pisces. Cancer, baby. Yeah. Cancer. Yeah. Yeah. See, already water. this water, is... Water, water, water. Okay. Water signs. Okay, wait. You go first. I can't even believe you're saying it. Mine are moving out as we speak and I hope they hear every word. Take it
2: away. Okay, well, okay. So it's the... I, I'm so happy to be living alone during this time. Yeah, in fact, I feel so blessed to be living alone. If I had a roommate, I think I would shoot myself. Deadly. I think if I had a live-in partner even, it would mm-hmm. be a, a detriment. But what I do have is I share a backyard with my neighbors. I live in a house that is split into two separate- no, no, no fence? No fence.
0: There's no fence? Ooh, no that fence. is okay. really bad.
2: And okay. I like them. They're a nice couple. Are they, couple. Um, they're, are uh, they there's, W? There's a are they rip, W? They are W. Okay, mm-hmm. that's a shame. All right. And and they're like, s- the husband is a prepper. The husband very early on um, okay. suggested we put bars on our windows. and mm, um, That's a lot. Was
1: uh, uh,
2: sort of packing, always had the van packed up to go at any minute. Sort of. Mm,
0: van. I- I'm not. Honda Odyssey, what kind of van?
2: Um, Like a. Old white conversion van.
0: Ooh, confer- yeah. I don't even know what that like, means. I don't the, like the, it. Okay.
2: It's the kind that you get kidnapped in. Okay. Got it's it. The, the you- um,
0: Six Feet Under yes. episode, mm-hmm. Scarring Six Feet Under. Okay, exactly. we're back. Exactly.
2: And mm. his wife is a um, uh, an esthetician. She does waxing. Ooh, which is convenient. Lovely. Yes. And they have four dogs. And that, and it, it is tough it's because it is just enough human interaction every day that it feels like and it's and it was fine at the beginning and it's been fine since I moved in because I'm never home I'm gone every weekend we barely ever see each other they have full run of the backyard but the problem is is I've I've been so lax in owning the space myself because I've been gone that I think that they a little bit believe they own the backyard
0: you're not welcome there they have me I have a few questions I have a few questions furniture wise do you have any of your own furniture out there
2: I do I have. Well, and technically, I own half of it. I own the majority space of it. Legally. Legally, on our on our lease, I own a very specific part. I
0: was going to ask if it's like, if there's an invisible divider. There between, is an
2: invisible divider. There is. But I've been lax, and I've let the I think you've made wander. a major mistake. I did.
0: You know what I would do if I were you? What? Call your landlord. I assume you rent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, why did you gasp? Okay, yeah. No, don't gasp. Listen, I know L.A. landlords, you know, I've told the story before, but when I lived in L.A., um, my landlord, whose name was Ann uh, I was so horribly mean to me and used my apartment to get served all her legal paperwork. Like so people would like throw summonses in my I would like answer the door thinking it was, you know, seamless. And it was like some dog, the bounty hunter with like a stack of paper. Oh, my God. Would scare the shit out of me. And she was like a scam artist who, I don't know why I'm telling you this, but she was a scam artist who ended up having a website called HollywoodLandlords.com That was all about all her fake names and like all her crimes. So I get it. If you have someone like that, LA is LA to me is a town full of criminals. Mm -hmm. And I, uh, I never really felt fully safe there, but I would call your landlord and say, listen, what kind of dogs are they big? Like what kind of dogs?
2: They're, uh, they're they're tiny. They're tiny. And then one normal size dog. Basically they've got like dogs that should be cats. And then one dog. That's a dog.
0: I like what you're saying. Um, are they shitting on your half of the lawn?
2: They are, and they're usually yep. pretty good about picking up the shit. But sometimes okay. I'll find one. Mm. Sometimes I'll find one, and I have. I
0: would, it. I would, and I, listeners, please reach out to Joel. Uh, DM yeah. him. I'm sure he would love it. Do not sexualize him. I hate Joel Kim. I'm saying that between us, really unless don't do you
2: it. are certain that I would be attracted to you as well, because then have it's a lot okay.
0: Of HGF's hot gay followers. That is true. So they might. I know that think, about you. You are the yeah. queen. I would like to think I am, but thank you for saying that. Um, I would—I don't know. I would tell your landlord about it because that is a Judge Judy case. Judge Judy would say, build a fence. I would almost say to your landlord, listen, I've been stuck here for three months. I don't feel comfortable. They don't let me go down there. I found dog shit down there. They're constantly out. The dogs, I assume, are barking. I'm not a nice person necessarily, Mm -hmm. but I am because I also am afraid always to get, like, I hate getting in touch. I get it. I get it totally. Conflict. But conflict um, truly makes me break out in hives when it comes to things like long-term things. And the only reason why I'm about to talk shit about my neighbors is I'm not joking. The movers are taping their boxes up outside. And now I want them to hear how I feel because I actually really dislike them so much.
2: The exit. Interview. And we
0: also what'd you say?
2: It's the exit interview. You Should know, I they, bring him in? yeah, get them in, <laughs> in post more.
0: Oh, they, she is, you know what she does? She mansplains. I've never met a woman so good at mansplaining before. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me or Whatever. Um, I would say something because here's my thing. So I have a shared rooftop. This is what you see the staircase behind me leads to my own patch of roof that is fenced off. So my whole little fenced area is mine and it's really big and nice and I'm very lucky. They have their own area. So I believe that they only put white supremacists in the apartment next to mine and that the second they see the mezuzah on my door, it's like, you know, like the swastika Terminator scan Uh clocks in and they're like, we hate this Jewish Mm -hmm. girl last time there was a couple from North Carolina who had um, a huge golden retriever. She was my height named Lily and oh I love this dog. Oh no. She was so sweet. No discipline whatsoever would jump. Like her paws would be on my shoulders. We could have gone to prom together. I'm not kidding. Like a beautiful a dog with long, a
2: thyroid issue. I can't. <laughs> I'm, how
0: how d- I'm, I'm looking right at you. Yeah. <laughs> how dare you say that to me now? Listen, <laughs> so wait. So, and they would, they were so nasty to me. I can't explain it. Just real assholes. Then they left and I thought, hallelujah. Well, refresh, sage, bring new people in. Two other Ws, whites, straight couple. I call him Lurch, which, to be fair, was my mother's nickname for me growing up. But it really—I'm not joking. My mom would go Lurch. This is why I have the why I'm a comedian and why I'm damaged. But um, a tall—he could actually hear every word I'm saying. Great,
2: oh, no. great, great. <laughs>
0: He's very tall, blonde, never says a word. He has been kind to me twice in his life. When I was bringing my pandemic, because I did do a little prepping myself. Mm. I must, I, I got to tell you, I took a little bit of prep. I went to Costco and Feb and bought, you know, enough smart That's waters. early. That's early. It was early. I went, I got granola, only carbs. They're rotting right now in like my storage area, but mac and cheese, granola, all this shit. And he did offer, no, he goes what is that? Like, so rude. I was like, what is that? And I went, my pandemic shopping, you know, I'm all sweaty. I looked like, you know, Kathy Bates in misery. I was like, pandemic shopping, out of my mind. He goes, "Uh, okay. Like I'm an idiot. And I said, oh yeah. I go, well, when you're going to need water and Mac and cheese, you are going to come over to my place. You dumb fuck. Just a real asshole. And his wife who never eats very thin. She, um, is just the snobbiest, snootiest, but you know when you meet people and you're like, I should be snooty to you. Yeah. Let's flip this table for one second. I'm the snoot. Yeah. You're garbage, you know? But they have I hate people who are snooty like that. And then they got a dog so cute, another white supremacist couple, cute dog energy in that corner. And they've trained the dog to hate me. And little, I won't say the name of the dog sweet as sugar always barks at me i don't want to throw the dog onto the bus but it's been really tough upstairs because we have nowhere else to go especially when we were in lockdown yeah, and yeah. we'd all have to be next to each other and i i invited them over once well whatever we were wearing masks this was like a long time ago and they just were they're just not nice and it sucks to have to be next to people like that
2: yeah and, well, and, and I, like I share they are nice it's just they're so alo- my neighbors are so aloof that they like don't mm. realize like It's just, it's just a lot sometimes. Mm. And I feel bad for them because I will say the way that this large house used to be Marina Baccarin's house.
0: Ooh, Monica Baccarin? No. Who's Marina? You know what I'm getting? By the way, did I like hit my head over the weekend? Did I like (laughs) fall into a shallow pool? I feel like I'm, (laughs) I feel like everything I'm saying, I'm like, wait, Marina Baccarin is what you said? That is her name. That That is is her name. Yeah. Why do I know her? Did she date Tom Brady.
2: Hmm, it's possible. All I know is she was a guest judge on the new season of Project Runway. So that's... Oh, yes. We're, we're pulling...
0: I'm not even... No. Know. She married Ben McKenzie. That's who it is. I'm confusing her with Tom Brady's first baby mama. I'll look that up, too.
2: Okay, go on. Didn't... um. Wait, I thought Brady... Tom Brady... Oh no no no! Bridget
0: I'm, Moynihan, I always confuse them. Bridget Moynihan and Marina Bachmann. Okay, go who's, on. Who's
2: no? But who's the Asian? Who's the woman who's Asian but not Asian, and she's like nerd but not nerd, and like funny I'm like, but not right funny. Here, <laughs> again,
0: um, Asian non-Asian. Wait, this is a. Fun she dated line a. Going.
2: She dated uh, a a famously gay football player, Aaron. Ross. Oh, um, Olivia Munn. Olivia Munn. Okay.
0: Yes. This is my thing. Wait, about by Olivia the way, Munn. what a hilarious, accurate read. <laughs> Wow, I mean, I'll never work again because she always works, but that um, really was
2: fun okay, for me to well, guess. Okay, go on. Here's the thing. My thing about Olivia Munn, I'm sure she's lovely. I don't have anything personal against her, but I do find her, because everyone knows that Aaron Rodgers is, like, low-key gay. And I okay. remember when they were dating. Allegedly, guys, but allegedly, but Allegedly, allegedly. Yeah. allegedly. Mm-hmm. And I remember, l- like, looking at their relationship and being like, oh, my God, she is the perfect beard because she is invisible to gay men you know just like not that's hilarious she is not, she's not too hot she's too, she's like hot but not in the way we want women to be hot you know, know you like we want mm-hmm. we want like Betty Boop <laughs> that is is—is Betty Boop like your number one yeah that big is, head, I, big think, tits, I think that's waist. like what gay men we uh, it's just like we're monsters um and she's just like hot in like a straight guy would hot you know not in the like way like a dumb
0: straight caveman guy I would you, be you like you said dumb Michelle you it. said
2: dumb um, about straight guys. Oh, the straight guys. Yeah, you can. yeah. <laughs> Not about Olivia. Um, no,
0: I think she's smart.
2: Yeah, but she. Um,
0: she also dated Chris Pine. So, what's your read on that? Do you think well, there's something going on there? I think I she's know. the
2: perfect beard. She's like an invisibility cloak for these guys because we Do can't. Do you feel see that it. way about Katie Holmes? Just curious. Mm, no, I think Katie has something to offer my community. Okay, I think that's she, nice. Yeah, she has she has <laughs> some some things to offer our community and and. You know who didn't grow up great, Surrey Suri, I haven't heard hide nor hair of, about Suri. Uh, no, you know what? She looks exactly like
0: Tom Cruise. That's oh. what's, what's funny about it. She's identical to Tom. Anybody who still thinks that Chris Klein is her dad is totally Fools. mistaken. Fools. All right, guys, I have so much more to bring you with Joel Kim Booster, but you're just gonna have to listen to Thursday's episode, which will be out. We'll continue this conversation with him. Have a great week. See you then.
1: For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.
0: And that's the episode. We hope you loved it. Again, if you want to hear the show every single day, go to www.patreon.com slash mishcall, M-I-C-H-C-O-L-L. You can also follow me on Instagram, X, TikTok, all the things, mishcall, M-I-C-H-C-O-L-L. I'm running myself into the ground for content. And I want you to be a part of it. So we'll see you over there. And thanks again for joining us. Bye, guys.